Mic check one two. Oh, what, what is going on? Wait, I'm back. What is that? What are you? What is going on here? Oh my God! It's TNC unleashed somehow, but just Craig this time. But it's TNC unleashed. I can't believe it. What is going on? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. TNC unleashed is still currently on a hiatus. Um, Tony and I have kind of in our schedules have just been so far off different on in differently on our schedules so we figured it'd be better for us to take a break while we kind of get our own personal schedules in place um but if this is an emergency this is an emergency situation and uh when tony is ready to go he will join me uh we'll be back right here um every uh every week for you guys but this is an emergency I, I had to I had to show up like I, I had to, I had to say something I, I I couldn't I had to let these takes off uh, after what we witnessed uh, over the weekend as far as I, and you know something I am not I'm not the guy who's gonna be I'm not the overly hype guy where the latest thing is always the greatest thing and I would say oh my god that was the greatest thing I've ever seen as soon as it happens. Because you just don't have time to react to things. But I will make an exception for this weekend because that was the greatest weekend of playoff games I, I've ever seen. I've never seen anything like it. It was the most fun, entertaining weekend of playoff games. And I'll tell you what, it's not because there there's been there's been higher qualities of um there's been a higher quality of football play before that I've seen before. There have been better teams before, but for sheer entertainment and drama, this was it. I I, I can't believe it. I, I mean, where do where do we start? Oh, I know. How about we go ahead and start with maybe the greatest playoff game I've ever seen. Bills versus Chiefs. And you know, before I get into what happened at the end, let, let's let's talk about the game uh going in. I mean, they traded touchdowns like we thought they would early on. You know, it was 14 up. Um great quarterback play early I'm talking Josh Allen uh they were running design QB runs he was running through guys I, he put he put I, he hurt for I know for a fact he hurt at least two of the Chiefs defensive backs um I don't know if Matthew was trying man he hurt Matthew um because Honey Badger was trying to get in there on a tackle and knocked him smooth out and he did that to another guy uh, later on, he he took out two of their defensive backs himself, and the Chiefs are thin at defensive back, and their quarterback took them out, not passing the ball, but running the ball. That was incredible. And then, of course, Patrick Mahomes, just the way, and the last time we were here, the last time you heard from us, Patrick Mahomes was still in a bit of a slump. He was struggling early on in the year, and I was telling Tony, I, I told Tony that the hate he was getting because he was playing so poorly at the time, it it was respect. It was out of respect and it was out of fear. Because you 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 better hope he continues to play like this. You better hope he doesn't figure it out. 
by the playoffs because if he figures out how to evolve as a quarterback and not just be the guy who's going to try and take everything all the time and try to and be the guy that throws the ball away and be the guy that doesn't throw the ball in harm's way and be the guy that checks it down and be the guy that dinks and dunks every once in a while and just takes what he gives you and add that to his already robust game. I mean, come on, what are, you, what are we talking about here? You, you won't be able to stop him. And that's what we were able to see. He has the element of running. I think he kind of scared the Bills out of blitzing him early on because he, he had that long run where he went straight up the middle. And I think that kind of made they, – they, they really – they kind of hung back and kind of just let him scan the field and do what he does. And you know what? That's kind of what you want to do with both of these guys. But they were so they they were they have realized that how good they are at it, and it, their games are blossoming into just all around. We're seeing a new. Um, I, I'll get to the new form of quarterback that we're seeing, I, and I I think that's what we're beginning to see. But we saw that with those two, how it started off fourteen fourteen, and then we started to see we started to see what the Chiefs do in their playoff. What we what we remember from the Chiefs in their playoff history, it might start off close. In fact, the other team might start off with the advantage. But once the Chiefs kind of settle into their game, they start to get a couple scores in a row, and they'll mess around and run away with the game on you. And that's kind of what it looked like was going to happen. The Chiefs had had a 23-14 to lead late in the third quarter. And that's when Josh Allen just and unleashed one of the parts of his game that we love, the long ball. I mean, he unleashed 65-yard bomb, 65 yards in the air uh, to Gabriel Davis. And, man, it, and and that's as soon as that happened, that's when I knew. I was like, okay, the Bills are going to be here all night. This is not – the Chiefs are not going to walk away with this easy. The Bills are going to be here all night. Josh Allen is going to be here all night long. And, that, and man, and that just, that just revved it up for a great fourth quarter. And, it, like I said, the, the Chiefs – defensive backs I mean they were in trouble because I you saw it especially in the fourth quarter it started to get worse and worse the miscommunication between the defensive backs and they were able to um they had made up in their mind that Stefan Diggs was not going to get off in this game at all that they had already had that but that was able to put Gabriel Davis in a lot of one-on-one situations and he was able to beat man coverage a lot and he played he had an incredible game he had what eight catches and four touchdowns and um on the fourth, oh man, I'm talking fourth down. I, they had him in a fourth and long situation, and I, man, the, the the defensive backs really failed uh, Patrick Mahomes here. But the the it's kind of a it'll be kind of a trend for both quarterbacks here in the end of the game. But man, beat him, beat him in that fourth and thirteen, and Josh Allen threw, put it right on him for the touchdown. They took the lead. Now at that point, at that point, you know, you know, Patrick Mahomes has enough time. You know he has plenty of time to go down the field and do what he has to do. And, man, he found uh, Tyreek Hill on that on that uh, crossing pattern over the middle. And, and what a th- – oh, my oh my goodness, what a throw. It was – there was some – it was an exhibition of just gorgeous throws in the last two minutes of the game because he hit Tyreek so perfectly in stride. Tyreek is running full speed over the middle – and he beats the I believe it was a linebacker, but you have to you have to get it out in front of him so that he doesn't have a chance to recover and at least try to slow Tyreek down. And the throw was perfect. Tyreek's already running full speed. And at that point, 
He's running full speed. Once he turns it up, you're not going to catch him. You're not going to catch him no matter how fast. He outran three defensive backs and a linebacker who had the greatest angle of all time. He had he had the angle. He had everything. But if like speed beats angles any day, and he scored that time. It was a gorgeous play. And the Chiefs go back up. I'm like, okay, now can Josh Allen make a drive again? And, man, Josh Allen, the maturation of Josh Allen, he's done it all year. Um, they had some slip-ups this year that I'll get to late, later um, when I, later about this game. They, or not about this game, but about the season for the Bills. But we saw the maturation of Josh Allen um, just bringing his team down again and again and again. Uh, obviously, there were break, there's breakdowns in the Chiefs secondary, but Josh Allen took advantage of it and took them right down again. Found Davis again. Found Diggs for the two point conversion. Thirteen seconds left on the clock. Now people are gonna. I've seen some of the takes today, and there's there's some people blaming the coaching. There was not too many coaching gaffes in this game. It was actually it was a very well coached game. A very well played game at the quarterback position. Um, it was they was played well on defense, but guys started to get hurt, and then the game started to open up and kind of got out of hand after the last two minutes. So the game was kind of played well and pretty cleanly all around. Thirteen seconds left. People are saying maybe you should squib it down. With thirteen seconds left, it's thirteen seconds, and you gotta you gotta. You got to get at least 60 yards in order to get into field goal range in 13 seconds. That's not going to happen. I don't care how many timeouts you're going to have. You have. It's not going to happen. That's why they kicked the field. That's or not the field goal, but that's why they just kicked it straight away. Because what's going to happen in 13 seconds? Like I, I, I get it. Go for the squib kick. You might get them to take some time off the clock because you just have to make them. They have to field the kick in the field of play. But. It, you know, if you, it's a bad, could be a bad, but that's you're you're banking on it being a good squib kick. I've seen some pretty crappy squib kicks. I remember um, a few years ago, um, the Atlanta Falcons had a nice lead on the Seattle Seahawks. I think it was Russell Wilson's rookie year. They had a great lead in the playoffs, great lead on the Seahawks, and they started to kind of the Seahawks started to come back, started to come back, and. The Falcons had a they went for a kickoff and they did a a, a squib kick and it hit one of the up men right in the chest. It was like so effectively it was almost like an onside kick. The Atlanta got it back, but they almost blew the game right there. They almost completely blew the game in that situation. So like that that those things happen. Um, would you have liked to see them run some time off the clock? Yes, but 13 seconds. You know, what can you do in 13 seconds unless you have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey? Now, I say a lot about we we always talk about the quarterbacks first, right? You know, you go quarterbacks first, then maybe receivers, then running back, mm-hmm. you know, but guys, guys, a lot, <laughs> guys don't get a lot of credit for uh, outside of the quarterback position. But I I have to commend these two guys. I, Travis Kelsey made the Hall of Fame last night and Tyreek Hill is well on his way as well time and time again these two have been asked to step up and make plays for their quarterback and they've done it time and time again time and time again four straight years whenever their number is called they they rise to the occasion 
and they did it again with 13 seconds left. It's unbelievable. They, they, he finds Tyreek Hill. They, they run. I, I mean, the Bills are playing real safe, real, like they're playing back. They run a play where he's got – it's like trips on one side. But the two two other receivers just run straight ahead. They're not gonna. They know they're not gonna catch the ball, so they're just getting ready to block. And then they just have Ty, Tyreek sneak in behind him, catch the ball, and just dart up the field as fast as he can, and then get down. Call timeout. Eight seconds. Plenty of time to run another play. Then they do it again. But this time, I mean, the throw has to be perfect to where Tyreek can not Tyreek, but Travis Kelsey can catch the ball and run after the catch. It has to be a good throw, and it was a perfect throw. Caught it, ran up, and it, not a long field goal, a very, very makeable field goal, and Bucker nails it. it I mean, unbelievable, it's just unbelievable plays uh, made. And obviously, um, there's overtime. Obviously, we're, you know, you, we can talk all night about overtime rules and should you this and that. and uh, you, you know what? If they're going to change it, it's, it's going to have to make sense. And I just don't see an outcome where over changing the overtime rules makes sense unless you're just going to have them play. OK, you score a touchdown. OK, if we score a touchdown. OK. And then you, then what do you what do you you just keep going? Because at that point, you can you can play all night. If that's the case, you can play all night. You can have these guys playing all night long. And just beating the crap out of each other all night long. Like I don't, I don't know if, what. Um, maybe have one long fifteen minute period, and if you've matched touchdowns and it's still tied, then maybe do like a, a QB challenge. Remember the old QB challenge, like <laughs> back in the nineties, where they'd be in Hawaii and the quarterbacks had a uh, hats on backwards because they thought they were cool, and, <laughs> and just be throwing it through the tire. Or throw it through the moving target, or just and yeah, just have a QB challenge. Uh, whoever, whichever quarterback wins the QB challenge, <laughs> your team wins the game. <laughs> I guess that's what I guess that's what we're talking about because we knew um, if the Chiefs got the uh, coin toss, we knew they were going to win. Uh, we knew they were going to go about down the score because they were just in that big of a rhythm and that good of a rhythm. And you know what? I just I want to say this about the quarterback play, Josh Allen. And the Buffalo Bills, you guys have nothing to be ashamed of. Bills Mafia knows that they have nothing to be ashamed of. However, this is why you play the regular season games. You can't trick off a game against the Bill or against the Patriots at home because it's a windstorm. You can't trick that game off. You got to win those games because home field advantage matters. You have to. To get the one, it, 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 once it's one seed or bust next year for the Buffalo Bills. They have to, they're because they're going to play the Chiefs again. You're gonna play the Chiefs again, but it has to be on your terms. It has to be at whatever whatever their name Highland Park, what is it called Highland Stadium? It has to be at the Ralph, man. It has to. It has to be in Orchard Park. You have to play your. You have to get the Chiefs. On your terms in your stadium, and you have to do that by getting the number one seed. You gotta, you gotta take handle business against the Patriots. You gotta handle business against the Dolphins. You gotta handle business against the Jets. You can't trick none of them games off because Mahomes is gonna have his thirteen or fourteen wins. I, I, it is what you, I, what else you want? I, I, that's that's it. You have to have your games at home in the playoffs. 
But outside of that, I mean, it was another great season. You, you can't – what is there to be, you know, downtrodden or disappointed about? You got an all-pro – he's not an all-pro this year, but he will be an all-pro quarterback under 27 years old. He's going to he's gonna have high levels of quarterback play. All of the stuff that I thought he might do, he doesn't do anymore. That's, that's the real evolution of the quarterback position because now you've got these big dudes – that might be playing linebacker in another era. You know what I mean? Throwing the ball 80 yards. He has these talents. Let's develop his other parts of his game. Let's develop other parts of his game. Let's that the guys that we were too afraid to let develop. Now we see it. Now we see it ha- like we warned you a long time ago. It was a we warned you with guys like John Elway, guys like Steve Young, guys that can move around and run. But you know what they could do? They could throw it in the pocket. So you guys weren't, you know, you guys weren't freaking out. Over he, they could still throw it in the pocket. But when Randall Cunningham came, you guys weren't ready. You guys weren't ready for that. Who can he throw it from the pocket? Can he do this? How about you allow him to develop his game instead of criticizing his game? You know what I mean? And maybe he'll develop that, and we can add it to his already incredible talent. You know what I mean? And, and maybe you'll start to see something, but you weren't ready yet. You weren't ready, and you got guys like that, and, and but they were warning you. They're, they were all warnings. Michael Vick, the greatest athlete to ever play quarterback, and you weren't ready. You thought you were ready. They picked him number one overall, and obviously Michael screwed it up himself because he was starting to figure it out in Philly, you saw. But he didn't have the same size that what you would want a quarterback to have but then years later, you got a guy like Cam Newton, who has the size, who has the arm, who has everything. He's the he's whether you like it or not, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks that God has ever created. And you know what I mean? He's he's won every he's won at every level, every single level, uh, playing his style. He's he's won at every every single level, including the NFL. He's won at every level. Almost got to get he he but they they let him get killed you know he got hit in the head all the time and you know so and and it's and it's coming back to haunt him clearly we're starting to see these guys Patrick Mahomes a big guy who can run he's not gonna run guys over like Allen but he can run and he got he can do all of those things but now he's adding the subtleties of what it takes to be a great quarterback to his already incredible talent and it's creating this new level of quarterback play. And Josh Allen is the same way. Um, Deshaun Watson, wherever he might be right now, if he's going to even get a chance to finish his career, was the same way until he stopped playing. These guys, it's the new quarterback, and guys are starting to get a little bit, be a little bit more patient and letting these guys develop and become, because we're starting to see the evolution of the quarterback position. It is starting to manifest in all types of different guys. And, and that, and it, it it showed that that's what we saw. We saw guys that could run. We saw guys that could throw it the deep ball. We saw guys that could check it down. We saw guys that could throw the ball away when they when they were in trouble and just wait for the next down because that's what Pat Pat Mahomes wasn't doing early in the year. That's what Josh Allen never did. But they both did it yesterday. They both did the, all of their things in the pocket. You know, stiff arming guys and doing all these things. But if they got in trouble, they just threw the ball away. Next down. That's not turned. I don't want to turn the ball over. How about we just throw the ball away and we'll get him in the next play? 
beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. What a great game. And just it was everything you want out of a out of a football game. That's that's incredible. But there was other games. <laughs> there were other games that was almost just as good. Um and now we we have the greatest quarterback of all time possibly cuz I still I still don't give him well yeah okay he's the goat. Um Tom Brady you know what? He is the and he was what the quarterback position meant to like everybody leading up to him. He, but and now the game is it's it's like we're it was like you were watching the game move forward with you saw Aaron Rodgers losing and Tom now we're watching you know they the game moved forward with the new quarterbacks and it's it's actually really cool to see but Brady wasn't going to let it go without a fight as we saw with the Rams um the Rams I mean they came out smoking early and you know Matt Stafford I I was skeptical early of the decision to get, I get I get that he's a better player than Jared Goff but I I think how much better is he that you would have to do all, all of the all of the draft picks and all of the things that you're giving up to get him. But you know what? Matthew Stafford was brought to LA for that one throw. He was brought to LA to make that throw late in the game when you've been up by 28 or however many points and almost about to give the game away but you got one throw to make that that's why he's there because I don't know if Jared Goff is making that play or making that decision late in the game I don't know if he's doing that I don't think he is I and you know what it's good for good for him I good for uh Matt Stafford for getting the job done good for the Ram. I mean this I'll tell you what good for for Sean McVay Good for Sean McVay and the general manager and the staff at the Rams because they were aggressive. And that's what I really respect about the Rams and what they've done because they were aggressive. They're aggressive. We're going to go get Matthew Stafford. We're going to go get Von Miller. We're going to go We're gonna go get OBJ. And we are trying to win today. We're trying to win now. Other teams that are, you know, oh, we're too high over the cap and this and that and the other. No, we're going for it right this second. And and it's paid off. And you know what? They might not win the Super Bowl, but it's not for lack of trying. They're trying to win the Super Bowl. And that's, you know, what what else do you want out of a team? Like, we're trying to get it done. You know, like, if we see that. We see that they're trying to get it done. They don't want to just roll out their new stadium and have a bunch of scrubs running around. They want to fill that stadium, and they want them to uh, they want them to be watching the team that's worth watching. And we, we saw that, and we saw that's why you get Von Miller. Von Miller was there for one game, and one game only, was to go get Tom Brady. And that's what he did. He went to get Tom Brady. He hit him up under the chin a little bit. Tom, it made Tom Brady mad. Tom Brady, uh, you know, well, what the hell, what the hit me in the chin. He hit me in the chin. And then he, he got the flag and everything. And Aaron Donald in the backfield all the time. Um, and the Bucks, you know, the Bucks just kind of ran out of gas. And, you know, it happens when you're trying to repeat and you got a lot of turmoil, you know, in the, in, in the locker room or – or whatnot, and you know it, it it it'll happen with a team that's trying to repeat. You just kind of kind of run out of gas. You run out of guys. You tie, it took Tom Brady maybe an entire half to say, okay, maybe I should start throwing it to these other dudes, uh, Scotty Miller and them. 
Um, and he did, and they started to come back, and that you know that's and but that's why you you never go to bed on a Tom Brady game. Um, I mean, obviously it was the middle of the day, so you're not going to bed anyway. But you never give up on a Tom Brady game, and we we see why he's great. We see why he's who he is. But you know they just it, it, <laughs> it just one one blown coverage here, one blown coverage there, and hey, it is what it is. And um, I I just wonder how. Because I don't think Tom Brady's ready to go just yet, but I wonder how it's going to affect his year next year. Because even in my head, obviously I didn't tweet it because you never you never slander Tom Brady in the middle of a game. Never do that. That's those are the rules. You got to wait till after the game. Um, so I didn't do it during the game, but I was thinking maybe, you know, we don't father like the father time thing is a fun take to have on TV. But like maybe a guy just starts struggling. Maybe it just starts happening. Like it just starts, and you just maybe that's we were just witnessing him just start to struggle, man. Maybe he's just out of gas. But then of course he made the valiant comeback. So then it's like, oh, maybe not. So I mean, we'll see what happens with that. It's it's gonna be very very interesting to see. But shout out to the Rams. Shout out to Odell Beckham Jr. Me and Tony were on the last time you guys heard from us. This was before his dad even came up. This was the week that it was about to happen, like in a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we were we kind of prophesized it. We thought we saw we saw something coming just because the game was so bad and he was so open on so many plays that it was just like, no, something's going on here because he's he, he's wide he's either wide open or he's throwing it to him behind him, over his head, at his feet. Like what what's going on here? Something's happening. So we were talking about it, and I was like, "Do they should they just trade him? I think they should just get him out of there. Because why have him there? He, he he's only as good as the targets he gets, and that's for any wide receiver. They're only as good as how many times you throw him the ball, and if you throw him the ball in in position where he can catch it and do something with it. Because if you're not going to do that, then what do you have? You just got a guy that you're going to throw it to twice, and if he if you overthrow him once and he maybe drops the second one, then what is he? Is he garbage or I don't I don't know. So that was the last time you heard from us. And then all of the stuff happened and he just finally ended up on the Rams. And the way he's played, obviously he hasn't gotten the 11, 12 targets like he would want. But he's making he made the most of the targets he was getting and there were in big games and big moments even la- even yesterday he didn't score a touchdown but he made two big catches that set up touchdowns and that, that's all you want just give me a chance to make an impact on the game because his talent is that where he can make an impact on any football game he plays in and shout out to him um you know cup is there so odell's going to get a lot of one-on-one coverage and he's been beating it and all of a sudden, he's in the NFC Championship game. How about that, man? That's What a story that is. Um, so the Rams are full of great stories. So shout out to them. They will be hosting the NFC Championship game. Uh, they will be playing against uh, the Niners, who went ahead and, and beat the, the Packers. Now, okay, do we want to make uh, excuses for Aaron Rodgers? I mean, what are we doing here, y'all? Well, this is my show, so. Um, I, I'm, I'm the one that makes that decision, but are we, what are we, are we, are we making excuses for Aaron Rodgers? Are, are we doing that? Cause, cause I don't, I, I mean, I, I feel like you, you're at, if you're at home and your defense holds the other team to 13 points, score 14 points, 
score 14 points and go to the NFC Championship game and get your NFC Championship game at home. Like, what, what else do you want? What else do you want? This guy is talking about weapons and everything, and I was feeling him right up until this year. You look around, Lazar can play. We know Devontae Adams can play. He's got guys. He's got an offensive line. He's got a defense. He's got stuff. What else, you, what else do you want? Your special teams haven't been that great all year. Green Bay hasn't really been about special teams since I don't I don't know. That's that's not really something uh LaFleur has really been I don't I don't know why. I don't I don't know why. But thirteen points and, and we're gonna talk about one or two special team gaffes. You gotta put put fourteen points on the board. Because your defense is is done every like I don't know what it is about Aaron Rodgers. I used to always think he was there was a time where I thought he was not only he was the best player in the league, um, but over time you just you realize that some guys, and I'm not gonna say he's not that guy because that's not true. He's one of the greats. He's one of the greats that's that's ever played, and, and that'll never be questioned. But timing is everything, right? And obviously, there's a lot that goes into. NFL playoff games, there's a lot of luck and circumstance and injury. And I mean, we've seen, we've seen some guys get unlucky. We've seen this guy, but time and time again, you, you have, at some point you have to rise to the occasion and the, like you, you have to rise to the moment that you're in. That's what, that's where's your signature. I rose to the moment in, in the playoffs. Like I don't like I'm I'm you know I'm sounding I'm starting to sound like uh, Colin Cowherd or, or whatever, but I'm being serious. Like, it's, it, where is it, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> because you got it's it's a bunch of quarterbacks that people claim that you're better than has those. Um, Troy Aikman does. Every time they asked when when they asked Troy Aikman to be great in the playoffs, he was great. The '92 NFC Championship game on the road against the mighty San Francisco 49ers. Didn't turn the ball over. Got the job done. They went on the Super Bowl where he won Super Bowl MVP. They, you, 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 you can think of these moments. Tom Brady, there's far too many to count. Far too many to count. Everybody talks about the tuck rule, oh, they got lucky. But the tuck rule, all I know is they were down 13-3 to to the Raiders, and they weren't moving the ball at all. If they were going to move, if they, if they were going to beat the Raiders, they had to make a drive in that snow and score and put it in the end zone. And Brady did that in the third quarter. They moved the ball down the field, scored the touchdown, then everything else happened. And you know what else happened. You know about 28-3. He, he rises to moments. When the moment presents itself, he identifies the moment, and he's able to play at his level during that moment. And I don't. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been able to do that. And, and like all types of guys, Steve Young, who Troy Aikman beat. He came back two years later, beat Troy Aikman, and they had to win that game. Because the Cowboys have been beating them to death <laughs> two years in a row, and they had to do it. Eli Manning, for Christ's sake. Eli, and I'm not even talking about the Super Bowl. I'm talking about the NFC Championship game against the 49ers. You guys remember that championship. Was it 2011? Eli Manning is getting the, that Joe Burrow. You talking about Joe Burrow uh, on Saturday? That was Eli Manning. Eli Manning was getting the tar beat out of him. He was getting the mess beat out of him by the 49ers and just kept getting up and getting up and get every time getting up just get there was one right before the half where it was just like oh he's not gonna make it he's not gonna make it he's not even gonna come out the locker room 
and he comes out of the locker room, puts the puts the Giants in field goal position to win the game and go back to the Super Bowl. It, uh, it, I mean, and this is a week after them beating you guys and beating <laughs> beating the the Packers. All of these quarterbacks who some people would say are not as great as Aaron Rodgers have risen to the occasion when when it the moment presented itself. And I just don't think he's done that over the course of his career. And honestly, I, I, you, we're talking about greatest quarterback of all time or greatest quarterback we've ever seen. Uh, I, I don't think he's the greatest Packer of all time, man. I think it's still Brett. I think Brett still got him, man. I, I do. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has had a level of play that Brett Favre had from 1995 to 1998 where he won three straight MVPs and was the baddest dude on the planet for three years in a row. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has had reached that level of play. He's maintained a high level for a long time, but I don't think he was I don't think he was that guy. I don't think he was I don't think he was like that. And and it's not is it, this is not um saying that he's not going to be he's he's one of the greatest quarterbacks who's ever lived, period. But I just don't I what, what I can't put him in the same sentence as uh Montana and Brady and them. And 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 Manning and and um and the upper echelon quarterbacks, <laughs> the upper echelon type quarterbacks. Y'all can't you can't do that no more because he's just there's far too many examples of him not rising to the occasion as opposed to rising to the occasion. He's not better than Dan Marino. That's right, I said it. There's only one Super Bowl separating them two. There's only just one, just one. Dan Marino gets one. He's better than most of our favorite quarterbacks. And I just I think Aaron Rodgers is one of them. I just think man, he just played, played like I, you're supposed to be ready, man. You're supposed to be ready, especially all the mess Aaron Rodgers has been talking all year. You you better you better play. You better come to Lambeau and play some football. Everybody trying to see here none of that and then watch you on Sunday and you play like that. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. And then every, everybody wants to blame. Uh, the special teams were ter- special teams were terrible. Let's let's not even special teams were terrible. That was bad. It was awful. But I'm not going to sit here and act like Green Bay doesn't have pieces and doesn't have this and then that. We're not doing that again this offseason with Aaron Rodgers. We're not doing that. No, because you had your squad. Y'all was the number one seed. You had you you got the best wide receiver on earth. You got the only receiver that's better than Cooper Cup right now. The only guy. You you have him on your team. <laughs> he was getting double and triple team and left everybody else wide open, but you wouldn't throw it to him. Like I, like, come on, man, get get out of here, get out of here. I'm I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of talking about Aaron Rodgers. But um, man, let's talk about uh somebody I I I very much enjoy talking about. That's Joe Burrow. Shout out to Joe Burrow, man. I mean, that's that's just I I and now I've been on me like I said, me and Tony all we were always talking about our love for Joe Burrow. But, you know, the fact that he takes a lot of hits, a lot of them self-inflicted, you know, he kind of holds the ball a little bit too long. But that offensive line, kind of a turnstile. They was kind of getting in there and getting on him. But, man, he doesn't overreact. He doesn't – man, his demeanor doesn't change. And that's that's really – it's that's an intangible that quarterbacks – a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of the great ones have. Um, we saw that with Mahomes where he just didn't even – he didn't even flinch. Down 13, he didn't – or with 13 seconds left, he didn't flinch. Not a pow. He didn't pout. He didn't shake his head. Nothing. He just – okay. 
Um, it's I I mean, just awesome, just awesome stuff. And I never really had uh that much faith in the Tennessee Titans as a one seed. I'm gonna just be honest with y'all. I no matter what, I thought they were losing. Uh, no matter who came there, I thought they were losing. I just didn't. Th- I think I thought they were one and done. I just, uh, it's it's not a Tannehill thing because I'm not. What do you, like? What do you want me to say? Like you want me to be like Stephen A. Tannehill's not that guy. No, come on, man. Like we know, we know Tannehill's skill set. We know what he's capable of and what he's not capable of. There's no need to overdo it. Like and say like Tannehill's never gonna do that. Like Tannehill is good for their system. There's there's nobody who who you gonna get. Who you gonna get? You getting Aaron Rodgers? Who like you? You there's nobody else to get, especially as long as they Carson Wentz was playing over there. And, and uh, I told you, I told y'all was gonna happen, what was gonna happen with Carson. But anyway, Carson Wentz is over there in Indianapolis. You guys will be fine. They don't know what's going on in in uh, Houston. You guys will be fine. Uh, and the Jaguars, let's not, they'll they'll be fine. They'll be fine. It, it, it's not a Ryan Tannehill thing. It's a yeah okay. Ryan Tannehill turned the ball over. And they just don't have. I just like I, they just didn't have. You just didn't. You just didn't see it. <laughs> you know, turning the football over. With Ryan Tannehill and it, it like, we saw things start to kind of come together, and and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry got stopped on a couple fourth downs. You know, like he's not a. They needed him to be a power back. And the the their backup running back is a power back. Derrick Henry's not a power back. Derrick Henry has power. He's not a power running back. He's a speed like in size guy. Like the guys he's running, he's running over the 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 line the linebackers and the um and the defensive backs. Of course, he's bigger than them. Of course, they can't tackle him one on one. He's large, but in between the tackles, he's not. He's not pounding it up in there on fourth and two and they're in between the tackles. If you get to him before the line of scrimmage, he's going to go down. And a lot of the great running backs, the the great all-time great running backs, they make the first guy either miss or they run the first guy over. You know what I mean? That's 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 what makes the greats great. Um, I'll give him a pass because of his surgery, but, you know, that – on fourth and on fourth and two, he's not he's not going to be the guy that just bangs in there and get the two yards all the time. He's not, it, it, especially if you line him up eight yards away from the ball. Like that was that that wasn't smart, um, because they're going to get to him before he gets to the line of scrimmage, and they get to him first. He's going to go down. He's not going to he's not running over defensive linemen. As a matter of fact, I don't know if it was Gino or who who one of them hit, one of the linemen hit him one on one and he went straight to the ground. So and so, I'm not gonna put it all on Tannehill and just say like, oh my God, they need a great. It's just they just weren't the number one seed that we thought that they were gonna be. Um, and Burrow is taking his game to another level as well. And you know, he got, he's got Jamar Chase, who's burning everybody. He's he, they got all types of weapons. And Mixon is is has played so well. It's finally coming together for that offense. Other than they're the obvious they are going to have to address their offensive line at the end of the year. They they're just gonna have to do it. You they have to if you're not you gotta their first four draft picks gotta be offensive linemen. I don't wanna hear it. It's gotta be offensive linemen. If you feel like you're gonna win a Super Bowl, you gotta draft some linemen. You gotta keep your quarterback because you're gonna get your quarterback killed. 
and I, you're it's you're gonna do it if you you're just gonna. That's that's the is the line of scrimmage is everything. You have to address the line of scrimmage. The line of scrimmage is the reason why the Chiefs aren't back to back world champions, and they're trying to go get the Super Bowl back. That's the only reason. The line of scrimmage. That's that's what you need to address is the line of scrimmage. But what a great game! And man, the, the rookie kicker on the the Bengals, ice water in his veins. Just you know, no big deal. I'm gonna come in and sweep the sweep the leg. Kick is going up. How about all these cold-blooded kickers after the horrible season of kicking we watched? And these guys just, no big deal. Bucker, no no big deal. You know what I mean? Make Send it in overtime. Uh, man, it's just, man, man, what a great weekend of football. And I had to come in here and get these takes off. I'm glad y'all um, listening and letting me get these takes off because I, they were just, I, couldn't, I couldn't hold it in. I was holding it in. And, um, you know, we're taking a break from the pod for a while. Um, uh, Man, Tony is ready. We'll be back. Um, Hey, it's not going to be like a TNC Unleashed thing. But, hey, if I if I get a chance to talk on the mic uh, again and and then then maybe I will. We'll see. We'll see what happens. man. We'll see what happens. But it it feels good to even even if I'm just talking to myself, I'm talking to you guys. But it feels like I'm just talking to myself down in my basement. Uh, just, just staring at a wall speaking but it's 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 very very refreshing um listen if you if this is your first time listening uh follow me i'm at craig uh no no that's not how it is follow me at it's always craig on twitter instagram and tiktok um make sure you hit our uh page up it's at tnc unleashed on facebook you know it's um on soundcloud.com slash tnc unleashed and you know we're on spotify apple pods and make sure on apple you give us a five star rating and tell us how great you think this podcast if you give us five stars don't mess around with that four and three don't do that don't do that don't do that give us that five or just don't give us one. <laughs> uh, but um, I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back to talk uh, next the championship Sunday. And um, I will get in touch with Tony. And if Tony is ready, then we'll be back on TNC Unleashed. You know what I'm saying? Because my man Tony always wants y'all to stay loyal. And that's right. This You got to stay loyal because it's TNC Unleashed. And we'll see you guys soon. Peace out.